My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And all of us are back again, baby, for a next the first ooh, ooh, drama ooh. gems of 2023, baby. My first drama gems. Hey yeah, it's Jesse's first drama gem. So if you, we just started. Okay. <laughs> this is not a long running season. This is only the second episode much. of Drama Gents. We just made it up in December. So basically, here's the concept of Drama Gems, okay? Is that we know that there's a lot of people uh, who listen to us who are newer to dramas. So they may have watched some of like the dramas from the last, you know, like two years, three years or so, but might be unfamiliar with some older dramas and on the flip side there might be some dramas that people have been watching a little longer than that may not have watched because they're you know older and they predate when you started watching dramas so we're just you know bringing up either dramas that are of an older variety that perhaps you've been putting off watching that we think perhaps you should give a little put the eyeballs on as it were or, you know, maybe dramas that have slipped by people's notice that, uh, hey, you might like, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's, it's a way do. for us to talk about ones that we like, even though they're not, like, recent. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I get, like, the recent ones, everyone's seen and wants to talk about them. But sometimes the old ones can be good, the too. Old ones, they got some, there's some gems out uh-huh, there uh-huh, some uh-huh, hidden uh-huh. gems oh, oh. yeah we had uh i think in our last or the first the inaugural drama gems we were like does this title work are we just do that no we like it now we've we've leaned into it we've leaned into it it um, works with the color scheme now for this year for our graphics because gems true, are like yeah. purples and deep blues yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hope everyone's enjoying the new graphics for the year. Uh, (laughs) Every year we switch it up. Uh, Anyway, so we're going to get started. And we've chosen, we each have dramas from different years, and we've chosen to do them in order of release date. So earliest to most recent, which unfortunately means you're going to listen to me talk a little bit more because my drama was the earliest uh, from (laughs) 2011. I'll also say this at the beginning. Um, so we're all going to do one pick, but we're also going to put our second picks mm. over on our Patreon too. And we'll talk more about that at the end of the episode, of course, but just mission it at the front. We will actually yeah, also yeah, be having second picks over there. Bookend it, you know, a little special Patreon mm-hmm. exclusive. So <clears throat> if you're un- if you're unaware on our discord and our Twitter and Instagram, we're doing a thing called 12 for 12. Uh, challenge challenge where it's like watching 12 dramas from the last 12 years one a month uh to you know watch some of the older ones that you may not have gotten around to and i watched a drama from 2011 that i wish i had watched earlier because i loved it and i want to tell you all about it well, this means it's uh, like the challenge is working. Like the challenge mm-hmm. has delivered a gem to me. Already glowing recommendation for yeah. the challenge that I, I want you. to recommend to other people. So it has. I'm gonna be honest. The the title 
was probably the reason why I didn't watch it before now. Um, because the title of it is a little misleading for what you're going to get in it. So the title... And, and isn't there an English movie? Yes, an there is movie? also an American movie or... With the same title? Yeah, the same title, I think. I've never seen it, but... Anyway, it's called Scent of a Woman. Creepy title. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> Ignore the creepy title because I was I was expecting peak 2011 and was not given peak 2011. So, oh. yes. The basic plot is you meet sad sack Lee Yun-jae played by Kim Sun-ha who you may uh, recognize as the titular sad sack in My Lovely Sam Soon. Hmm. And so I was initially like, oh, no. Uh, luckily, no one seems to like, you know, comment on her sad sack. Everyone's just like, okay. Like, yeah, no, yes. like, no, one, no one even like mentions it. Like, it's just like. She has frizzy hair and wears glasses and like baggy which, clothes. Which Ooh. honestly, that's realistic. People look di- yeah, like people it, look it, like, like people don't people say like stuff that. about that. And people don't mention it because it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> so she works for this like travel company that like plans like inclusive tours or whatever. And she has like a douchey boss who like doesn't listen to her. And she's she's like, you know, a klutz and everything always gets blamed on her. No one ever takes her opinions. And like the really stylish girl in the office is really douchey to her for, you know reasons and she's like well i guess this is just my life and she's been saving up for 10 years to buy a house for her and her widowed mother to live in like do 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 dutiful daughter so due to shenanigans she gets into like a minor car accident and ends up at a hospital where she meets uh her childhood friend frenemy man frenemy uh who is like, okay, we did like a, you know, like a scan and there is some concerning situations happening and we think you need to come in for like a test. And she's like, I don't know. It's not going to be that serious, right? Oh, it's that serious. Cause my girl very quickly finds out that she has late stage gallbladder cancer ah. and has six months to live. And then she's like, well, you know what? fuck this like <laughs> fuck it so then she gets blamed for like this fuck up at work that she didn't do where like a ring goes missing from like a big important client and they're like you stole it and she's like i didn't fucking steal the ring i'm not a thief so she gets slapped by like this new lady boss who comes in she's like i fucking had it with you people i quit so she quits and she takes this amazing vacation by herself to japan okay. where she runs into one of the directors of her old company played by the one, the only Lee Dong Wook. That's right. Wookie's in this. Now I was, okay. When I saw him, I was prepared as a watcher watching a drama in 2011 with a handsome, rich character to Uh be like, okay, he's going to be a piece of shit because (laughs) I, we have seen enough dramas between the like the years 2010 and 2014 <laughs> with handsome 
rich dudes that are just like the worst, but somehow you're supposed to be like, yeah. <laughs> That's Rude. who we want as a male. No. When I tell you he's a nice guy, <laughs> I was shooketh to my core. I was like, wait a second. He's not a douche? Like, he's not a piece of shit? He's just like a a nice guy whose who's dad sucks? What? <laughs> um, so obviously they have this, like, not quite romance in Japan. And then they have to go home because guess who he's engaged to? The lady from work who slapped her. Oh, oh, but like, oh, not like a, it's, yeah, it's not like a, you know real engagement it's like their parents are making them get married business business people marrying rich people rich people marry anyway there's also um she then decides that she's going to before she dies she has not told anyone she's dying so the only one who knows is her doctor slash friend that's it he's the only one who knows she's decided she's going to fill up she's going to do her bucket list and she wants to like and so then she starts taking tango lessons and there's some sensual tango content for all of you sensual tango aficionados <laughs> out there um and then Very like niche group <laughs> listen i did listen, i did not know i just don't know that i was a member of the sensual <laughs> niche tango group but apparently i am um and then just you know go a disturbingly long time without telling anyone what's wrong with her so everyone thinks she's crazy because she's just like i quit my job and i'm not looking for another one and i'm just spending all my money and sending my mom on a vacation and joining a tango club and doing anyway it's so good like i was eyes to screen the entire time i was losing my mind with how much i enjoyed this drama which like since it is the first of the 12 for 12 challenge this either bodes really well or really poorly for the other ones (laughs) i picked like it's i don't know if it can go up from here is the problem because hmm I mean, uh, that's some yeah. really good cast. That yeah, the cast is yeah with. really good. It also has like Umki June as see he got to so her doctor friend got to be the douchebag who underneath is slightly less of a douchebag, but he has an actual like his character has a growth arc where he starts as like this dickhead doctor that like nobody likes even at work. And all his patients think that he's just a douche. To the end, like, the magic of friendship, like, makes him <laughs> a better doctor. Like, it's... And then you have, like, you know, uh, Sohyo Rim, who, um, playing, like, the the evil lady character. But even she has depth. Um, she's, uh... God, she plays, like, the sister in Beautiful Gong Shim. Um... She was, she's in like a lot. She's like, you mm. you look at her face and you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she, she made like a good career out of, you know, being kind of mean, <laughs> looking like a rich, mean young lady. Um, <laughs> but you, you, you know, you know the, you know the role. 
Um, I just looked at the screenwriter and yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. (laughs) I, I was, so I checked it out before I started watching the screenwriter and I was initially slightly worried (laughs) because (laughs) she did write 100 days, my prince. Now, so were you just waiting for envoys to come in I, and just I was, derail everything? Listen, them envoys. Ooh, I, there was love mm, envoys. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and she also did another uh, with the director. Uh, she did another show with the director as well, my lovely girl, which I did watch as well, which was it was fine. But um, this is definitely my favorite of the three of hers that I've watched. <laughs> Let's just say that she was on point with scent of a woman uh, all right i just absolutely- and where did you watch it from it was on cocoa and it's on viki i think so- when i looked on um mdl it looks like it might be on youtube too possibly mm, possibly but- um it's like these older dramas they don't really hold on tight to them like yeah, they yeah. Some of the newer ones but uh it is on viki and it is on cocoa um and it just it made me feel nice while watching it and um it it was really good and i i do enjoy a good tragic cancer st- it's not my first foray into the woman receives horrible diagnosis in first episode k drama world it's also not really the good. only one in K drama. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's a very it's not it's not an uncommon plot. Now I will say, so in under genres, it has comedy listed first. It's not funny, like it's not a comedy at all. So I I feel like that would be uh, very misleading to someone expecting a rom com and then getting a definitely a mellow <laughs> like. Right. Uh, I do enjoy that on my drama list. The first genre listed is comedy, and then the first tag is terminal illness. That's comedic to me, but um, not terminal illness. But those t- those juxtaposition of those. Oh Jesus! I'm digging a hole. Look at me digging <laughs> away. Um, but no, it's really great. Sixteen episodes. Um, they're like you know the standard sixty minute episodes. So good. It's so good. Um. I loved it. I loved it. I'm over the moon. And Lee Dong Wook, so good. Always. <laughs> so really good. can't go wrong with him. I mean. No, mm. no. Like, I, I feel like people are really mean about him for no damn reason. Like, they are no. to every actor in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like, he can't. Like, fuck you. This guy, you clearly haven't seen this drama. <laughs> He goes through a gamut of emotions in this one. Mm, mm. <laughs> a little bit, there's a slow, it's like the romance is slow burn, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can also tell Natalia, like, just finished this drama. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, literally, yeah. I've literally finished it this afternoon and we're recording <laughs> at 8 p.m. And I finished, I, had, I was going to talk about a different drama. Okay. I was going to talk about Cruel City, my friends, but this drama was like, no, no, no put the drug kings aside okay <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've to a woman to talk about so yeah uh, 
if you're doing our 12 for 12 challenge and are struggling to pick a 2011 one, there you go. This might be an option for mm-hmm. you. Um, Amanda, I uh, I gather from talking before we started recording, there might be something a little in common there with my drama. Be. Yes. With your drama. I watched the 2012 drama Wild Romance, which also stars Lee dong Um Sporting some of the douchiest oh. facial hair you will ever see. Like <laughs> he doesn't wow. have that. He doesn't have that instead of a woman. Very clean shaven in this. <laughs> I mean, it goes because you know what Natalia was saying about douchey male leads who kind of grow. In, yeah, he's he's a douche. So, um, it's a sort of a sports drama not really because they don't really go into the sports much but he is a professional baseball player and um basically he plays for the red dreamers and one day the uh lead in this is uh lisa young she young um she's playing a bodyguard we know she's very famous for her actiony roles um so She's out at like karaoke or the bar or something one night, and she's a big fan of the Blue Seagulls baseball team. And she gets drunk and she sees him, and he's the reason why her team like missed its shot at the playoffs or whatever. And she like, they basically get into a fist fight. So I will say this for this drama, um, it kind of comes with a sort of a trigger warning for like almost like domestic abuse in the first couple episodes these two have actual fist fights like they beat the crap out of each other and it's kind of awkward and uncomfortable to watch so if that's a deal breaker for you this is not a drama for you but um like after episode two that goes away like they don't keep on beating each other up for you know it's just they do not get along. Like when we're saying enemies to lovers, like they really it's don't big, big E enemies. Big E. So, it's, yeah. it's not as if they just sass each other. No, no. Like <laughs> the the fight that I remember that's sort of the big, big one, like this is the one that's kind of the catalyst that starts things because it gets filmed. And then to save his reputation, what they do is they hire her as his bodyguard so that they can say, no, no, she was training him. It was an exercise in like, what would you do if somebody were to attack you in the bar kind of thing, right? And so so that people don't think he's a terrible human being who gets into fistfights with women in the bar. But... (laughs) (laughs) He is a terrible person who does these things. But then the next time that they get into a fight, his best friend is a woman who um, suffers from bipolar disorder, I believe. It's been a long time since I watched it. So I'm trying to remember all the details. But she's an artist and she suffers from these things. And he really looks out for her. I believe she's married. And the bodyguard character kind of thinks that there's more going on there that he's like having an affair with this woman even though he's like really tight with her husband as well and stuff and he gets so angry at her just she won't believe him like she just she has decided okay so you're the kind of guy that has sex with his best friend's wife and he just loses it and they get into a huge fight like very physical fight and it's very uncomfortable but after that things it's sort of like they get it out of their system and 
like things move up from there and stop getting so physical between them. So, um, so that's nice. But then there's also like, this is very, very classic K-drama rom-com. Um, like hmm. there's a secret serial killer. There's a, you know, kind, kind getting of, it all. that's kind of the, initially it's like, Oh, he doesn't really need a bodyguard. Why do I need to? And then he's getting these internet trolling stuff going on. And then things happen. There's like, when it gets bad, it gets bad. Like people die. So like, it's, uh, it, it, I just remember really, really enjoying it. She's got a best friend um, who is independently wealthy. Her parents died when she was like 18 and had a good insurance policy. So she bought a house and she, she filled it full of books. She likes to read. And I, I remember uh, one of the things I remember about this drama when I watched it was I was watching it with another friend we were tandemly watching it, but she was watching it on Drama Fever and I was watching it on Vicky. And this is the first time when I realized that like subs could be wildly different because she was getting so angry. Why do they keep saying she's unemployed? Everybody keeps calling this best friend an unemployed loser. And she's a writer. That is not an unemployed job. Like that, that's a real job. She's a writer. She writes books. And I was like, what are you talking about? She doesn't write books. She has no job. Yes, she does. She's an author. And I'm like, no, she's a reader. That's literally when she tells people that what's your job? She's like, I read for a living. She's a woman of leisure. Yeah. That's her job. We all want that job. She's not an unemployed loser. She's living the dream. (laughs) How does it feel to live our dream? Yeah, seriously. So it's, uh, and she's got the best friend's got like a romance too with a, a, a guy in it. And I remember there being a scene where she like, because she's read in a romance novel about the like sexiness of the swish of like undoing the knot on the, um, uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, on the traditional Korean, you know, how they tie it, right? And so she comes into, she comes to meet him at a, like, at, on a date wearing this, like, Oy. whole Korean, like, outfit. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I read about how sexy the sound of it getting undone is. And so I want to see if it's true. And he's like, this is crazy. And then she pulls it and he goes, that is sexy. Let's go. Like, <laughs> she's like oh, wait, you're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Like, so it, it's it's a funny Let me tell you, like, if people don't realize this, like earlier dramas were a lot more risque than yeah, some of yeah. the modern so all ones. like the stipulations that they have to do, especially like, for those like main broadcasting. They just didn't yeah, no, have, like they like, were they were a lot more rules. Yeah, they yeah. were a lot more risque. Like back well, in they, the day. They could be. That doesn't like not yeah, all they, of not them. all of them, but no, like no, many no. of that's great. But it wasn't when they shocking, wanted to be, they you know, sure that were. they were. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. It's not like tits out. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a fade to black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> type of thing, you know. So, um, so yeah, and it's uh, part of the reason why I picked this one is because for my twelve and twelve challenge for twenty eleven this month, I'm watching white christmas and actually finishing it and this is by the same author or writer screenwriter as white christmas also she also wrote age of youth and diary of a prosecutor so like 
if it's sounding a little like it's too, you know, this sounds wacky, like maybe that gives you some context for the other sorts mm. of things that this author, this writer writes. Um, and the, I think, and let me see. Oh, and the director of this is um, the same director as Good Doctor and Queen of Mystery and Love Alarm. Um, so, you know, it's not like it's earlier stuff, obviously. This is some of their earlier works, so it's a little different. But um, but I just remember really enjoying it. I think I plowed through it in a couple of days. So um, it was very watchable for me. Mm. And um, Leisha Young's always a good time. You know? I remember yeah. I rem- I, what I remember most from this drama was definitely his douchey goatee situation. <laughs> mustache. It's, I forgot about the goatee part of it. I just remember that he had a really douchey mustache. And when like I looked porn, at pictures, porn it was like, oh, situation. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, ooh. And and this, and, but it was like perfectly like, you're just like, oh, character. that is... That yeah. is the character. He's embodying this perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And it was very clearly, like, it's very scraggly, too. Like, it's clearly real facial hair. It's not, like, the drawn in or the extra, like, you know. He went, he went method. He, yeah. <laughs> he threw that shit himself. So, good for him. And it's it's available, as much as I said, you know, uh, watching it on drama fever there and stuff too it is available it's still on vicky it's on cocoa like it's out there if you're in cocoa Cocoa has quite a few of these older dramas on there especially the ones by like the you know the big you know the obviously the three companies that cocoa you know yeah is uh they definitely like they have enough that sometimes when you can't find something you're like why why do you not have this here yeah it's like this says this says it's sbs why is this why is this not here come on what do what do what are you doing here gokua uh but yeah no i i I watched it on viki um no i didn't i watched it on kokua i was just thinking of i was watching another thing on viki but it had the kokua come up before (laughs) like instead of the viki preamble and yeah. had the cocoa preamble and I was like, say hey, what what and it took me a moment to be like, wait, I'm in I'm I'm in Viki, not Cocoa. My hmm. bad. But you've got a 2012 too, right, Sky? Uh so yes, I do. I have a 2012 pick. Um and I will preface this with I know this isn't like a under the radar type of drama for those like it of course has been discussed because of mm-hmm. the cast and it was very well known. It's just that since it was 2012, like I only started watching dramas in 2018, so I hadn't really heard of it much. So that, so for me, whenever I finally got around to watching it this past year, I think, um, you know, it felt n- newer to me because it was under the radar for me. So, uh, Love Rain is my pick. It does exist mm-hmm. on Viki, so I'll go ahead and say that. Um, I did check for the U.S. because on MDL it says Netflix. It's not for the U.S., so it used to for a really long time. So it's probably yeah, just that's that where I watched it. MDL doesn't have the algorithm thing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely watched it on Netflix because that was I remember like sort seeing of it on the like you know little second, icons all the time scrolling yeah. past. Yeah. I can't even remember. I don't remember if I watched it on Vicky last year. Probably. But 
Yeah, I thought I thought I had even even though I never watched it, I I kind of remember seeing it around on Netflix. Yeah. Oh well. Um. So it is twenty episodes. Just gonna go ahead and say that, and they are kind of the longer episodes. So don't think that because it's twenty episodes, they're short. They are not. Um. Now we'll say that sounds kind of long, but you visit two different time periods of this drama, to where, um you first are in a setting that's in the 70s i don't remember how many episodes i don't necessarily think it's half and half straight up but it almost gets that far i think it's like far. four it's four and 16 i think it gets but it was yeah. more than i thought it was going to be like yeah. i figured they were going to maybe set the scene for like two episodes or something yeah. i mean that it went pretty far um but they cover a lot of ground during that and so then kind of the main characters that are established in the 1970s time period. Then when you get to the present time storyline, those same actors are playing like the next generation, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of funny. So then the old version is like other people. Well, anyway, it's hard to explain. Depends on which character you're talking about. Uh, But Love Rain, it is... It is, I would not say it's really rom y but there are there's a little bit of comedy. <laughs> um, but there is like kind of melodramatic, like lost love type thing as far as with an older couple that, you know, you see them when they were younger and then as they're adults. Um, it, I really get a kick out of seeing actors and actresses portray different um characters within a drama like Mm -hmm. in the same drama so i always like dual role things and so this is that and so getting that from like five or six different actors at one time is really cool to watch and so it's not just oh different outfit no like the characters are completely different vibes so i think that's a really cool thing to watch um cast wise jungkun sook uh Yuna, Kim Shi Woo, Lee Mi Sook, Kwon In Ha. I mean, it's a big, ca- it's a good cast. It's a very stacked cast. You also have. Pardon? I think. Stolen Gug is in that. Yes, I was, yeah. was going to get to that one. Yeah. The fact that yeah. they didn't put him up at the top is interesting. Well, he has <laughs> such a small role, though, in it, right? No. I think it's his first role. Like, he's like, not- He's kind I of mean, he's how far does he come in? Is he a big he's role? He's in but he the first come section. In? He's okay. in the first section for a lot, and then sometimes they the do it just by like who comes in, not as much. And meet, yeah, like, uh, and then it gets that might pushed. be it because, like, I mean, or is it supposed to be secret that always... he's there? <laughs> well, so that kind of like, maybe. I mean, as far as so in in the 1970s setting they're kind of have like this three musketeers little group of musicians. And so mm-hmm. he's a part of that. And so mm-hmm. you do get him singing and stuff. So that's really great. Mm-hmm. And performing with the guitar, the music is marvelous. So that's another mm-hmm. huge bonus with this. Um, his character in the present timeline, it is far less in that he's a musician. The, the character he plays is also a musician, but mm-hmm. he's not around quite as much. So I guess, I guess he's kind of more of a side character. It's just the way the way this is sorted on MDL with the cast, it's like interesting. But... You never know too. MDL you can <laughs> yeah. do the Wikipedia yeah. route on it. So <laughs> Yeah. Now and I will also mention uh Kim Young Kwong too. So mm-hmm. you get some of the 
people that have been around for quite a while that they were rocking it. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it's kind of more on the mellow side of things. Definitely in the first setting that you see. You, oh, you're not sure. going to mm-hmm. get comedy much. Now, So and Gook's characters are kind of the comedic part of that. He's kind of a goober in that section. But present timeline, you do get kind of more rom-com vibes. More. Mm-hmm. Except for the mature couple that has a lot of heartache involved. That is the mellow vibes for them. Definitely the entire time. Mm-hmm. But then kind of star-crossed lovers because of kind of the past of these families that are intertwined. I liked how all of the characters were, you know, because you're you're still seeing these same characters. It's not as if this is, oh, in my past life or anything. No, like it is, you still see the adult characters that you saw when they were younger mm-hmm. in college. So yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, I will say if mom-in-law slash mom annoying characters drive you crazy, that is an aspect of this show. It's a big, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the type that like, I'm never going to accept your girlfriend because I'm this Just way. So I always, every time I see a character like that, because, you know, I watch dailies and weekenders and there's, always at least one There's always one and i just like wonder to myself like is this like mother-in-law propaganda to like be like hey mother-in-laws right? don't be this piece of shit we're the like, they, they always the get like they always get a barely their redemption arc and like totally forgiven so like yeah, to me like what they're saying is hey daughters-in-law all mother-in-laws are crappy yours isn't that bad just like stick like, it through <laughs> And, and also, when you see when you see these mother-in-law types, that it's also obvious all the damage that they've caused to their typically children, children. trauma, or the trauma, like, and how it even continues in the present time of whatever you're seeing. It's like, wow, this person should just yeah. not be around, be every, allowed around their kids anymore. Like every time yeah. I see like a character that really embodies like parental trauma, like having, I'm just like. I worry for this writer. Like, <laughs> writer, Where does this come from? is this a little? Is this a little, a little too insight? Real, you know, yeah. are you? Uh, do, do you need to talk? You know. Now, I will say the screenwriter for this hasn't done any writing since Love Rain. They said what they needed to say, and they bounced. I mean, <laughs> now they, really they did popular. write Winter Maybe Sonata. They just got enough money, and they're like, "Bye." <laughs> yeah, if you did Love Rain and you did Winter Sonata, you're probably doing okay. You're probably fine. You're good. Like, you know what? I don't retire. I'm gonna go be a woman of leisure <laughs> and read some books. I would do the that director too. too. So the director directed Winter Sonata. And then did a few, and then did Love Rain, and then they did a movie in 2017, and then bounced. Hasn't done anything since. So they've said enough. They've yes. said enough. <laughs> They're just like, I listen. I put my opus out there. It was it was insanely popular. I made my bag. I'm gonna go enjoy <laughs> my life. Over and, quantity. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I will say these people are older, so like. They look like they're 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 in their sixties now. So like, they so, yeah, they yes. could also be they they could also be, they could also be they could also be dead as possible. But we're, we're maybe not. It, yeah. yeah, maybe they do so, other things. You know, they're producing or something now. We don't. Yeah, that's possible. So I I will also give the I guess warning that the present timeline male lead character is the frustrating push pull kind of douchey guy for a 
part of it. He does, you know, gets that redemption arc, I guess. Uh, you know. You know how that There's goes. There's some really beautiful... What I really remember about it is, like, the the diamond snow scene close to the beginning of the modern section and just how pretty mm. the cinematography in this movie could be like in some of the, in the, yeah, it was, the it was in this drama is really um, pretty at times. So what I enjoy about that. So like there's this beautiful cinematography with all this snow and all this stuff. And it's, so it's like, it's hyper romantic during this, that moment. They are very enemies during that time period. <laughs> yeah. Like they, <laughs> hate each other's guts and they keep like screwing each other over like pretty much they're stranded and they just keep not helping each other and it's just so frustrating but like it's funny but that's why it's so funny because it's juxtaposed with like this is gorgeous and if you guys would just even be friends this would be a better moment in time (laughs) the the cinematographer was putting their whole camera ussy into it and that just (laughs) makes it better (laughs) really did um but I thought there was a lot of chemistry between the leads. Um, mm. Even like the second lead was very charming. Uh, I, I really just enjoyed a lot of it. The music was great. Um, but it, it's, it is kind of that older push pull stuff, but because mm-hmm. mm. the reality is if you started watching like K drama specifically just in the last couple of years, it is possible that you haven't experienced how push pull some of these oh. s- Mm-hmm. romance stories can go yeah i'm not saying that none of these exist during this time period it's just as far as the really popular ones right now don't necessarily always have this this heightened like yeah they was really kind for of many episodes yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like most of yeah. the show um as far as even even if there's rings involved or even if there's commitment involved you're still push pulling you're still mm-hmm. you, you're never really quite settled right so uh, but I really enjoyed Love Rain. It pretty much blew me away. So cinematography, music, cast, the acting was impeccable as far as, again, mm-hmm. you got to see in the 1970s timeline with like super mellow vibes because, you know, lost love, all this stuff. And then, yeah. So like it, it did feel like kind of a masterpiece because it did cover a lot of ground, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah. And that time period stuff, they did so well with time period Mm-hmm. outfits yeah. and scenery and things well, like that even so. the um like even the lighting and the filters that they used for the 70s stuff like you felt kind of like you're watching something that was filmed in the 70s like you were mm. watching an old show and mm. i i thought that was really cool i love it when they, when do, they put that like element of cleverness yeah that. yeah and, so. and i guess also something that people might have not run across a lot yet it depends on what shows you have watched especially if, if you're an international watcher which you probably are because you're listening to us in english um but if you're not that's fine too that's i don't awesome. care if you well actually korean, if you're korean, korean and, us, and you're fine. listening to us to try to learn english we're sorry our bad yes um what what i wanted to say was that 1970s timeline story stuff it involves like historical like as far as there was a lot of unrest Mm -hmm. and um arrests and things Mm -hmm. that were portrayed so like very heartbreaking stuff so that was definitely an aspect of that so if if that's something you maybe don't really dig or want to avoid but i thought it was kind of educational but it wasn't Mm -hmm. 
it wasn't a huge focus, but it definitely affected the characters. Mm -hmm. Some of the characters were involved in these things. Mm -hmm. So know that that's a thing. It's not just, yay, 1970s were cute. It's like yeah. things were going on. It was difficult. I think sometimes if you're only into watching the modern um, Korean stuff, like Korea looks and feels very similar to any other country these days. And it's sometimes we forget that like it was really very recently that they've been able to be their own country again and mm -hmm. and do things the way they want to do them so um i think sometimes watching something like love rain or you know some of those other dramas that do the back and forth through time like that help give you a better perspective of right. where korea mm -hmm. has come mm -hmm. from more recently hmm. so so you kind of get like a mini historical drama within mm -hmm this drama but I, I really really recommend it um like i said vicky i blew through it quick i wish i could i could remember exactly but i feel like i planted and watched this within a day or two i feel like fast. you did that yeah and, and you know i just want to tell you guys sky really likes love rain <laughs> she, she bought the special edition ost she's she's really a love rain likes fan it. She is. That she really she wants is. you to watch love rain <laughs> I, I really, really do. And if, yeah, you can also go on our, our YouTube yeah. channel. Mm -hmm. Hey, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. But you can Enjoy. go on our YouTube channel because when we did show and tell at one point, I, I showed off my really cool OST because it's a photo book mm -hmm. and it's really pretty. Mm -hmm. um, it is really pretty. Also, what's kind of fun, super asterisk side note to this before I shut up. Uh, it's fun to see because the main dude character in the present timeline is a fashion photographer. So you get all the like date, oh. dated fun <laughs> fashions of the time. Ooh. Like, heck I liked his hair so much. Like that's the hairstyle I try to go for yeah. these days. Like I love love rain guys. Like I really can't emphasize. <laughs> no. Um, I definitely will rewatch it at some point, probably despite the fact it's 20 episodes, but like, yeah, they're 20 episodes. Well spent. I agree. I and in general, I, I, it is a very I, warm drama, in my opinion. Even with the push pull, it's still pretty warm. Mm -hmm. And it ha happy ending. Spoiler: There's a happy ending. It's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse. Um. So first, I'm gonna do a caveat on my. Um. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to pick a non-Korean option for this and i and i could have well i did here's the thing i i picked it and i was like oh man this is gonna be so great i watched it on vicky perfect wonderful it's not no. on vicky anymore but i'm no. still gonna suggest no. it because i'm gonna stop myself hey. from doing i always do this thing where like i'm like okay i'm not gonna talk about it because it's not available i'm not doing that anymore i've decided <laughs> Well, and it, it could be available again very soon. It's very yeah, we don't know. Like Vicky could we could all write into Vicky and be like, hey, yo, get this yeah. back. <laughs> I mean, like, it's true. I, I don't know when they took it off. Like, I I feel Fools. like I just watched it, but that's probably um, COVID. It probably was, like, a very yeah. long time. Well, then these, time, these years have all just blended. Into <laughs> just, the last three years messy. have all been one year. I don't it's even fine. know where I am right now. Like, honestly, what's going on? Um but it is the J drama called Pretty Proofreader. It's a 2016 um, drama. It stars the very wonderful and amazing and actress that everybody knows, 
Ishihara Satomi. Um, it is a really cute drama about a girl who is very into fashion. She's, she loves it. It's her thing. It's what she wants to do in life is to be a fashion editor. So it's like her like extreme dream. And so she ends up getting a job at one of her like favorite like um, magazines. Like she reads it. She like, like the Bible, it's, it's everything that she wants. Um, but she ends up not being in a position that she thought she would. She ends up kind of down in the basement uh, in the uh, proofreading department where nobody cares about fashion and everybody's very like, you know, nerdy and (laughs) doesn't care about any of that. And they're just there to proofread everything. Um, uh, So it kind of goes on her journey of being a proofreader down in this like um, department where she completely stands out because she's always, you know, in her best dress and um, her kind of developing uh, relationships with each of the characters and each of the stories that they cover too, because it's got a kind of like episodic uh, way of telling it where like each episode they kind of, or like one or two episodes, they focus on a different person who they're like writing about. And she kind of goes and figures out more about them and their like life. And she like, it's a very genuine person. Um, She's got kind of the Elle Woods kind of character vibe to Mm -hmm. her where you know, on the outside, she might seem, you know, just ditzy. into, yeah, ditzy into all of her clothing being like perfect and all this stuff, but she's genuinely sweet and kind and she never looks down on the people who don't do that sort of thing. It's just like more of like a culture shock almost type situation for mm-hmm. her because of where she is and because of course she had, you know, all these like hopes and dreams of becoming like a fashion editor. So when she gets to this mm-hmm. job and she finds out she's not really where the fashion is, she's kind of like doing more like um, lifestyle articles, that sort of thing. Um, so it, it like, it follows that and follows her kind of growing in her character and growing the relationships with the people down there and also kind of getting to know them and getting them to know her and like know each other too. Cause they kind of, don't have like the connections like because they they kind of like shut themselves off and kind of like do their job and then you know go away or go you know home for the day and so she kind of really fosters like more of like the the work found family in it and it's it's just sweet and And if you you say found if you say found family jesse says hey (laughs) oh as a workplace drama and a japanese drama I mean, come on. Say say less, you know. I, this really, there was no way that this show wasn't going to be good for me. Um, I know it dropped, when it, they put it on Vicky, it wasn't 2016 when I watched it. It was, you know, fairly, like, during this podcast time. So mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like a new thing for me. Or uh, it wasn't a new thing, like a airing drama situation. Man, I, I could have almost guaranteed it was just the past couple of years. Like you watched it, I and just thought Amanda watched, watched it, like, it two years ago, maybe. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like it was yeah. on for a while. Like, uh, okay, I, I just like searching it. I don't know how legit this site is, but it it mentions a lot of different stuff. Billy Billy TV. Mm. just dropped all the episodes mm. in august so it sounds it like it could have been yeah. that it bought the rights you know 
the end okay, so of Vicky's rights. But I don't know. So, they, might, no. they might be actually like they're, more of like a YouTube type place. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. So that's like Southeast like... Asia's leading anime, comics, and games community. Hmm. But I don't know how legit it is. <laughs> Sorry if I'm <laughs> outing somebody, you know, where you're not. But <laughs> the fact that they just dropped all their, like, yeah. if you search it, all the episodes show up in August of 2022. And it's like, hmm, that's Sus. interesting. Yeah. It, it sounds super cute. Um, it also has, like, so a, it's, I mean, like, it's so, it, like, she literally, she has what, like, like, if you liked what Elle Woods was and how sweet and kind mm-hmm. she was, despite everything, it was very for the underdog, even though she looked like the popular mm-hmm. girl who never would. She is that in this show. Like, mm-hmm. it just... Mm-hmm. It's very sweet and heartwarming, especially, like, um, some of the things that they, when she goes out to, like, talk to the people who she's, like, um, doing the, like, editing for their, like, articles and stuff. Like, I mean, she's really connecting with the people, and sometimes they have, like, a bit of a harder, like, storyline or something, and she really, like, takes the time to genuinely, like, figure them out so that she can edit the best that she can like improve for you the mm. best that she can so, like she really like starts to really kind of develop a love for her job that way too so you see that like where she's like developing a love for this job that was never her like you know dream job and she always thought she wanted to yeah. be this fashion editor but really she's finding that she's good at this proofreading thing because she's able to get more out of you know the people and clients that she's working for and it, it really is, mm. I, like, blew through it. I loved every second of it. Um, mm. I mean, like, honestly. Is it like the is it like the quintessential, like, J-drama, office drama thing? Like, an example of, like, this is how good J-dramas do office mm. dramas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah. I mean, like, also, like, Ishihara Satomi is always great in her roles, too. She's the girl from 9 to 5 or 5 to 9 or whatever mm. it is, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like well known, so, so maybe this isn't as gem like drama gemmy as possible. But sure, it is. I, no, I think it, it, is. it is, especially within a primarily Korean drama watching audience. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I really, I really do. Like, if you can get your hands on this, which you might be able to um, find it elsewhere too. It does say that like We TV had it at one point. So if you're in a country mm-hmm. that like. Or and in some your... places, I think in the Netflix on if you're in the Philippines, yeah, yeah, Netflix, Netflix probably has, has it. it. Yeah, um, um, it does. And Apple TV Prime has it some places. Has it, but I think it's like a one of the subscription things, not actual yeah. Prime. You know how they you can get add-on subscriptions on Prime. Mm-hmm. I think that's what mm-hmm. it is. Uh, it also has kind of like a you know the the Nuna storyline with it as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. It's, it's just really sweet. Like, you just, like, watch and you're, like, very, like, it, it makes you, like, warm and fuzzy inside. And you're just, like, this is just nice. And everybody's so quirky because they're all just, like, nerds down here in the basement. And then she's kind of, like, the ray <laughs> of sunshine that comes in and tries to get them to, like, open up. Um, but, like, also, Love like, it. you know, growing her character, too. And growing, like, you know, in ways that she wasn't even trying to or expecting to and it's very like kind of genuine in it too she's not like forceful in a way like any type of way and that sort of thing and I just I really enjoyed it and it seems like the MDL comments really feel the same way so you know good 
I feel like it's as J-dramas go, like if you're a big K-drama watcher and you've never watched a J-drama before, this is a really good like like bridge for that because Mm -hmm. sometimes J-dramas have a really, really different feel to them. And this one definitely feels like a J-drama, but it also... It feels like it's very accessible to the K drama. Yeah, watcher. I I do agree. Like, like not especially like... sometimes you can get like kind of I'm, weird is not the word that I want to say, but like it's like odd, like it's like almost like supernatural, Off-beat. but not being supernatural. Off-beat. Like it's mm-hmm. it's very anime, you know. Uh, most of these <laughs> things are from manga, so like it, duh, it's gonna you know come across yeah in the television mm-hmm. version. Um, but yeah, it it does have that kind of same work drama like just like you know a little bit lighter comedy rom-commy like k-drama vibe to it um and it's got the love triangles that everybody really loves i don't care about that but it's there (laughs) (laughs) if that's what you're into whatever like like i guess that's there as well to talk about like one of the characters like when he does like when he's proofreading if like he's reading something that has like so say he's like proofreading a book and the book goes through like a building so like he's the the character in the book talks about being in the living room and the blah 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 and the blah 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 he goes and he builds like a a model of it so he's always like building models of it to make sure that he can go through when he's like reading the book and proofreading it he can go into each room to make sure that like if they say a direction or something it's correct because it's plotted out like how it's supposed to be and stuff and it's it's quirky in that way like where everybody has a little little thing that they do yeah that sounds fun but definitely check it out if you can i I, like it's like i think about it and i'm like oh it's so sweet i could probably watch it again honestly and i don't do that for many dramas Hmm. same like just talking about it now i'm like Oh, I, I kind of want to watch it. I kind of want to go no, watch it. Now that it's done on Ricky, I'm like, I really want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't Dang know it. what you've got till it's gone, as no. they always yeah. say. Also, no, it's not like it's this. an ancient drama. Like, no. no. Why? And it's like very, like, it has a popular actress. Like, everybody loves yeah. her. Hmm. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know. Well, I went and filled out a please bring this back. Yeah. For please do that. <laughs> oh, um, a lot of people like uh, Last Cinderella. Mm-hmm. It's a, like a one of the, like a little harem drama. Uh, but, and yeah. it's an older woman, younger men. Nuna, Nuna has, harem. <laughs> she has multiple men. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's a fun It's a fun. It's drama. actually really good. I liked it a lot. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. She's like a hairdresser or something. But that's yeah. um, 2013 if you want to watch something but yeah so she yeah, yeah. she's done it's, a lot it's of a that fun, it's, that's also a good one so this is you know drama jams episodes are a little more concise than our usual episodes but we mm-hmm. hope that you enjoyed listening to it anyway and perhaps you have some ideas for some dramas you want to go check out please do because they get the thumbs up approval from the nunas
Well, from each individual, Nuna, who you yeah. listen, I don't need to go into detail. You understand what we're saying. <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoyed listening to us. And as Sky mentioned in the beginning, if you are a Patreon supporter, a member of our found family over on patreon.com slash certified Nunas, there's gonna be a second episode where we have a, a little short episode of maybe something else we recommend. You want you want some more drama picks? You want to hear us talk about more stuff, more gems? Well, you got to get on into the found family. Um, there are found family on the web. They rock. They get special Discord badges, and on our Discord, which you should also join. You don't have to be a member of the found family to join it. It's open to everyone as long as you're cool and not a douche. You can enjoy the Discord, and you won't get banned. I promise. Like as long as you're not, you know, as long as you're not posting shit you know you know you know what you know we're cool energy you know good vibes anyway if you want to listen to our podcast you can find it wherever podcasts can be found but we also put all of our episodes over on our youtube channel where we do pretty much weekly live streams as well so you should go subscribe to that free to subscribe on youtube you know maybe click the bell you get little notifications you know as i say um and also to our website certifiednunas.com where if you want time codes and links to the stuff we're talking about that's where you got to go certifiednews.com has every single episode with time codes and links baby anyway thank you for listening we hope you have a fantastic week and you know as we always say uh wash your hands wear a mask and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Goodbye. Bye.